All right, y'all knew this was coming. Let's get on up into it. Let's talk about love, baby. There is a place beyond hurt, beyond fear, beyond distraction. There is a place you get to when you know you just need to do better. There is a place where the excuses don't work, where the judgments don't matter, where how you feel don't matter. See, everybody want to look good. Looking good is easy. Looking good is simple. You don't got to do nothing to look good. But do you have the courage to actually be good? Do you have the fight in you to actually be good? Be good right now. Good. Hey good people, how we doing? Welcome to Good Radio. For those of y'all who are joining us again, thank y'all for coming back out. It means the world to me. For those of y'all who joining us for the first time, welcome. All love. Come on, let's find some good times, y'all. Look, let's jump right into it. We're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about it in a nuanced way because everybody talk about love, right? It's, it's so cliche. Everybody want, want to talk about love. But this is the thing. Everybody want to talk about love, but not a lot of people want to delve into it. Not a lot of people want to want to really get to know what love is. Not a lot of people really want to work for love. Everybody think love is just this 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 free flowing thing that is just all around. Now nah, you got to work for love. I'm a big believer in that you have to work for love. Don't say you love me. Show me through your actions. Don't just say that 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 there's a love there show me i could say that i'm six foot five but the fact is <laughs> for anyone listening who uh who are are not fans of <laughs> under six feet dudes <laughs> then i'm not your guy but listen the thing is i could say that i can say anything i want but there's a reality Right, I could say and profess anything that I want, but until I put the work in to make it manifest, or until it becomes real, that I'm just talking. So I'm gonna give y'all uh, three definitions, or two definitions rather, of love, and then I'm gonna unpack uh, a little bit more into the actual word of love. Stick around; it's gonna be fun. So first, let me give y'all the the Webster dictionary definition of love. So we have something to base it on, something to work on, right? So first off, it is a profoundly tender, passionate affection for another person. That's the first definition. Second definition is a feeling of warm personal attachment or deep affection as a parent, child, or friend. Third, a sexual passion or desire. Fourth, a person towards whom love is felt, beloved. And then we have affectionate concerning the well-being of others. Affectionate concerning the well-being of others. And that's when that's where I delve into my personal definition of love. My personal definition of love is one's desire to meet 
and satisfy the need of another person or another entity. Let me say that. One's desire to meet and satisfy, if not oversatisfy, the need of another entity or person. Let me unpack that a little bit because that's important. Because I'm very intentional with my words and I'm very intentional with, I'm very, I'll tell y'all, one of the most used apps on my phone is Edamo Online. I love looking up the etymology of words breaking it down to see where they came from, how they how they derived, and really getting the actual meaning, the actual spirit of the word, because I feel like words have power. Words have energy. And when we misuse words, we still carry the energy of the word. We just don't know. We're not intentional on the energy that we're putting out. We're not intentional on 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 the things that we're speaking into people's lives or the the blessings or the curses or or all these things that we're speaking into people's lives. We have to be really intentional on, on our words, guys. So love, right? Let me unpack that. Let me take that part by part. So first off is the desire. One's desire. Don't tell me you love me but you don't desire to love me. You don't desire to do what it takes. Regardless of the other part of the definition, regardless of the other part of the of, of, of my understanding of it, it is all based in that first part, one's desire you have to want to love somebody love is a choice you have to want to meet someone's needs you have to want you have to desire to meet someone's standards you have to want to give parts of yourself or 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 sacrifice parts of yourself or level up parts of yourself you have to genuinely want to do it how many situations have you been in where you don't really love something but you just got to do for for example take a job right difference between a job and a career you don't really want the, the, the connotation of the word job is it's not like a, a passion. Ain't no passion for it. You just there to get your check and, and get up on out of there, right? There's no desire, real desire to meet the need, the full need, meet the real the full standard and over meet the, the standard of what it's, it's it's calling for. That's why you have a lot of people who just do their job. <laughs> a lot of people make jokes about the DMV, right? You just show up and you don't care who you piss off you just there to do your job because there's no real desire right but a person who really loves what they do they want to be there every morning they want to get home and still be focused on what what the task is or or what the what, what they got to do for tomorrow or or growing and, and being better leveling themselves up in their career right they want 
they want that. Yeah, yeah. Then you have people in relationships, right? We say that we love someone else, but if there is no desire to be better for that person, if there's no desire to learn that person, if there's and, and I'm all unpack all of this the, the learning person doing I'm gonna unpack that in a minute, but if there is no desire to reach out for that person to stretch your your capacity whatever your your current capacity is whatever your current stage is if there's no desire to be better for that person you got to ask yourself is it really love you have to ask yourself you have to be honest with yourself is it really love is it really love or are you just playing around? So you had the desire. Let me tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you a story. I was in, it wasn't a, a relationship. It wasn't serious. But I call myself liking this person. Right? I call myself liking this 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 female, this woman. And, uh... <laughs> I know people get I, I do I get mad too when people say this female because it's it's a, it's not really it's an adjective it's supposed to put something after but anyway <laughs> um I I call myself liking this person and it wasn't love it wasn't full I didn't have real interest to go farther than a certain point and I was young at this at that point. I don't do these things anymore for all the ladies listening. I don't do these things anymore. I'm, I'm a changed guy. I'm a reformed guy. <laughs> I'm a nice guy now. I'm a good guy now. There we go. Pun intended. Totally. <laughs> but I, I I liked this person. I liked the, the time spent. But I did not have enough enthusiasm for our relationship to want to do anything past the necessary level. I didn't want to, I, I didn't feel the need or desire to do anything past the necessary level of, of engagement. So it's like, yeah, I'll meet you for drinks or yeah, I'll, you know, call you every once in a while or I might answer your text in a, like an hour later or so. I might validate you on the surface but I had no desire to go deeper. And that's not necessary. It's a bad thing because you waste people's time. But it's better that you, it's better that you realize. It's better that you realize early on that you not, now, it's it's egregious if you keep that relationship going just to keep it going. If you know that there ain't no real desire for you to grow towards that person or, or for that person to grow towards you, then you're wasting everybody's time. And I had to I had to deal with that, right? Because you don't want to be a jerk. Or I don't want to be a jerk. I don't want to be the, the person that's like, Oh yeah, I just don't. I don't like you that way. I don't. It hurts. It hurts people's feelings when you say that. When, especially when you've built up the expectation 
or you built up this this kind of um, pseudo relationship type of thing, and and you know people realize all of those gestures were empty or weren't as as um, the intention wasn't as full as that they as they thought while receiving it right so that sucks it's, it's a sucky situation to be in right but it's better in the long run because i'll tell you what when you attack it's like going back to the job thing right if you attach yourself to a situation that keeps on requiring from you but you don't you get to a, a point where you don't want to give anymore but you feel like you have to keep on giving that's when resentment sets in yeah that's when bitterness sets it that's when like that real hit like i i really don't like you you ever been in a relationship where you could tell a person really don't like you but they gotta stay they 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 feel obligated to stick around not just uh romantic relationships like even friendships right we we're like friendships where maybe you take a little bit too much from the friendship or they take too much from the friendship and like one party or both parties are just looking like oh i I can't stand this (laughs) i can't stand like they always you know like the person who asks for a little bit too much and don't put nothing to the pot or the person that act out i've been a person that acts out a little bit too much in in my friendships and and I, i tend to get you know loud and crazy and and it, it's a lot to ask someone to put that upon them, right? And and I, I take it from I understand it from that point. And then resentment starts to starts to to sprout up because you're always giving, and you are you get to like giving forgiveness or giving sometimes money or giving affection or giving all these things and sometimes you reach that point where it's like i am not as invested i'm not invested enough in this relationship to keep on giving now i hate it because i always got to give i I feel like i'm obligated to give like let's say that you own a business and you're not really passionate about that business but you have become invested in it to a point where you got to keep on giving you got to keep on putting money into it to keep to keep the business going even if you even though you don't have the passion for it no more you start to hate that business yeah that's the same thing in relationships it's a sucky situation to be in so long story short the the relationship is over (laughs) that's that's the shortest that i could make the story (laughs) um and I'm making it short because I want to move on to the rest of the, the, the definition. Uh, so one's genuine desire to meet, to meet and satisfy. Let's talk about meet and satisfy and then a little bit about oversatisfy. A lot of times in this generation we are so flippant about relationships because the you know again the internet gives us access to so many people so many um realms of communication that we see people as expendable disposable 
if I if I don't want to go on a date with you tonight or if you cancel, I could go on. I don't know the name of the the apps off the top of my head because I don't be using that weirdo stuff. But <laughs> um, I could go into some app and 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 get a date. Right. That's how we treat people nowadays. But when it when you think about relationships as more of like a serious thing, it becomes. I'll put it like this and shout out to my friend uh, Di Lewis. We always talk about the difference between dating and courting. And I always my stance is always. There's a difference between dating and courting. To me, dating is what the all that app nonsense is, and and not to call it nonsense. You get it how you live. Well, I I, I don't judge nobody, and I, I definitely don't um, knock anyone for finding love however they find it. But uh, dating is more so like, yo, let's go out, let's hang out, let's go out, let's let's go dinner, let's go drinks, let's go dancing, let's go you know go to movies, go whatever, whatever. We're, we're just enjoying each other's time. But courting is different. In my uh, view, courting is literally like how the word says courting is saying, you know what? Now it's time. We've spent each other. We spent time with each other. We've enjoyed each other's uh, energy and each other's moments. And we've made some good moments together. But now let's really like not scrutinize and, and we use judge judge has like certain connotations negative connotations but really it's let's let's like look at it e- look at each other for who we are and let's see if we're gonna fit well together let's literally hold court and and make a judgment on whether or not we can fit see that's the thing that a lot of people miss a lot of people miss the part of saying all right i like this person's body or I like how this person sounds. I like how this person texts me. Or I like how this I like the, this person's car. Or I like that this person got a lot of money. Or I like that this person, whatever type of surface things. But it's getting down to when you when you that's that's all dating stuff. That's all like oh yeah I like how I like how 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 it feels right but we can't put too much on feeling we got to be logic and and not to you know muddy the waters of love love with logic but love does have a logic we got to admit that we have to admit that love has a logic because as much as you might want to how, how many people have been in relationships where you really genuinely felt the person but y'all just didn't fit there's a difference between feeling you and fitting with you there's a different and I'm gonna tell a story in a minute about that so let's get back into it look if I you had you had a judge like yo what are your values right what what where do you stand on in terms of integrity in terms of, of loyalty what makes you tick what don't you like what do you like what do you do for what do you do for fun when it's not a date situation? You ever date someone or you ever uh be in, get in a relationship with someone whose definition of fun is the like diametric opposite of what your definition of fun is? That's a that's a that's a breaker. That's a breaker and we don't ask these questions. We just rely on, "Oh, I feel 
I feel this. I feel, yeah, you better feel like asking them some questions about who they really are because a lot of times we get into relationships and we don't end up, <laughs> we don't end up with who we were dating. People are real quick to switch on you once they get you. Am I right? People are real quick to to show they it's like the, the dudes who be walking around on the beach with the with their gut sucked in and they got some semblance of a of a of a six pack and then as soon as you as soon as they, they look around behind their shoulders and, and look around and you ain't there, whew, did they gut come out, right? <laughs> a lot of times it's like the anybody ever watch I'ma get you sucker when uh, the the Wayne Brothers movie when he he take the the girl home and um He's like, oh, something about how he lied about uh, something. And then she's like, oh, I lied too. And she starts taking off her, her wig, taking off her eyelashes, taking off her makeup, taking off. And then she ends up taking off like her, her prosthetic leg and stuff, right? It's exaggeration, but that's what we do. That's what we do. We like the, the I, that's a big thing. We like the idea of a person more than the actuality of a person. That's why Instagram is so scary. That's why social media relationships are so scary because we fall in love with the idea of a person, but we don't see how curated, how filtered, or how manicured they really are. We don't see how many pictures it took to get to that one selfie that you in love with. We don't see how many takes it took to get to that one uh, passionate video that you in love with. We don't take, we don't, we don't see what they do in the in-between times of their life that really define them. That really define them. But that's when, when you decide to, and that's the thing about dating too, when it's all fun and it's all light and it's all airy and it's all, we're just hanging out and that's cool. There's nothing deeper there. But when you get to the deep part of the relationship, when you get to the, okay, let's start courting each other. Let's start really finding out who this person is. That's when the stuff starts getting real. Because then you got to take assessment of your own standards. That's important too. You got to know what your standards are. You got to know what your values are. You got to know what makes you tick. You got to know what makes you happy. That's why when people say you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else, one of the, the criteria of that, or one of the, the, the not right criteria, but one of the yields of that is knowing what you like, what you love, what you don't like, what makes you tick, what makes you nervous. What you can stand, what you can't stand, where you're, when, where you're willing to bend, and what is a non-negotiable. See, if you don't know yourself and you don't love yourself and you are not aware of yourself, then you'll let anybody come in with anything and not everybody's going to take their shoes off at the door. I'm going to use that statement a lot from that. Not everybody's going to take their shoes off at the door. And if you don't know your house and you don't know that your carpet is going to pick up they, they, uh, the slightest of dirt and it's going to stay there, it's going to take a long time to clean off. You'll let anybody come all up in and through your house with a lot of stuff that they shouldn't be bringing in there. Yeah, that's real. That's real. So you got to know your standards. And that person is going to know their standards, hopefully. And then you decide if you really want that, that to, to, you have to decide to meet that person's standard. And I talked about this before on, on the Instagram thing, but I'll say it now. It's not about 
trying to turn someone into your idyllic vision of who they should be. You should never be hoisting which, who you think I should be onto me because I'm going to be me. I'm going to be me. You shouldn't be trying to change me and I shouldn't be trying to change you. But if I have a standard, you got to be able to fit that in some aspect. You got to be somewhat parallel to that. Or you might not be the person for me. You might not be the person for me. That's that, And that's perfectly fine as well. But you have to know your standards. You have to know your values. You have to know what you're looking for so that you're not getting someone who is totally out there but they might satisfy your surface wants, your wants. And I'm about to talk about that in a minute. And and no type of you, let me let me tell a story that I was that I was gonna tell y'all. There was a person that I was dating, um, and really really into, and uh, I felt that she was like oh my goodness like everything i felt that i felt that felt being the key word but when it came to our what we thought about life we where we were at in life what our desires were moving forward in life totally opposite and though we tried to hold on because we both felt certain affections for each other for whatever reasons the standards just didn't meet up the vision for life the pathways just didn't meet up and how awful is it to to link yourself with a person and it's fine when when the paths are are similar but how awful is it to be linked to a person and then meet a fork in the road and you got to decide am i going to sacrifice what i want or are they gonna have to sacrifice what they want that's a hard thing and some people do that because some people desire right enough to to make the hard choices but how much easier is it if you find someone that has standards and values and visions that are similar to yours and that's not talking so much about anything except like the trajectory right you you can't it's, it's, it's super hard to be in a relationship with a person who is totally about money. Like 99% of their conversation is about money and you're totally just about living free, being free, doing what you want. Like freedom, not financial freedom, like good vibe freedom. That's a hard relationship, I would imagine. Right? Imagine being in, in a relationship where a person is so time centric both in terms of how much time they receive from you and how much and how they deal with time like they got to be on time everywhere right they're just time centric people time sensitive people imagine being in a relationship with a person like that and you are just really really like go with the go with the flow type person when it comes to time and you're not a, a person that really 
thinks a lot about how much time you're investing in someone. That relationship is like a doom to fail type of situation. So it's about courting. It's about knowing each other. And then, so meeting that standard, when you decide you want to, you desire to meet that standard, meet and satisfy that standard. That's the, that's the thing. A lot of times we enter relationships and, and, and even when someone tells us they standard, we'll say, we'll do the lip service. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna be better for you, baby. I'm gonna I'm I'm do that for you, baby. I'm gonna do that. I got you. I love you, girl. But then a month down the line, you the same type of dude. Two years down the line, you the same type of dude. Five years down the line, you're the same type of dude. And this young lady is waiting for you to make good on the promises that you promised her. But you knew in the beginning that you didn't desire to do it like that. You knew in the beginning that you desired more to be about yourself than about that, that young lady. And about what she required from you. And that's the thing. You always have the option to step off if someone's requirements don't meet where you want to be. That's your right. That's your, as a matter of fact, that's not only your right, that's your obligation to, re, to out of respect for that young lady or that young man. If you know that y'all standards aren't meeting up, it's your obligation. So yeah, love is about being wanting, be, not only being willing, but wanting, desiring to meet, to satisfy and oversatisfy to meet that standard and not only meet that standard, but exceed that standard. That's what love is. You love photography. You're going to not only be an okay photographer, you're going to be a darn good photographer. You love uh, cutting hair. You're not just going to be okay with, with, you know, lining somebody up and they be a little bit crooked somewhere. Now you're going to go in and make that boy look like it was Somebody drew it on with pen or something like do it on with marker or something like you gonna make that boy look good. If you love doing nails, you're not just gonna do the rinky dink type. You gonna make that girl hand look like Cleopatra hand. That's what it's about. Love. Meeting the standard, not only meeting it, but exceeding it. If you love knowledge. Right. If you love. If you love God. Right. People, people claim that they love God, but but don't want to meet the standard of what that takes. Love is work, guys. Believe it or not, love is not just flow. It's, it's, it's work. Standard. And this is and, and, and it's important that I brought God in for, for those of y'all who aren't believers. I understand whatever, but it, it ties into an, a very important part of of love, a, a criteria of it, which is communication. See, a lot of people claim they love God, but don't know through through the word what, what that means. A lot of people claim to love another person, but if you don't know who that person is, if you don't know who that person is, then how do you know what you love? <laughs> That's always my question. How do you know what you love about me if you don't know me? You don't even know my favorite color, girl. You don't even know if I eat meat or not. Right? If we were at a restaurant, you wouldn't even know what to order me. And you say you love me. You don't even know me, girl. How can you say you love something that you don't know? Because you love the idea of it. 
you love the surface of it. And that's where we get in trouble because we fall so in love with the surface of something that when we get to know the actual, the actuality of that thing, we see something and we like, oh, let me back out of it because <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't up for all of this. I wasn't expecting all of this. Nah. Nah, it's important to know who you get involved with. That's communication. That's communication. And while we're here, let me give you the other two C's. The other two C's. So we have communication, right? Then we have commitment, right? We, we talk about meeting a standard, satisfying, oversatisfying. You, you have to be committed to it. A lot of times, like I talked about with, with, the, with the app thing, people have, relationships have become so swipeable and so replaceable that we've lost that, that, that drive to, of commitment, that spirit of commitment where it's like, yeah, I'm here. I have, we, we linked up. We said we're going to do this. So let's do it. So let's, let's, let's commit to each other. Let's do it. Let me, let me commit myself. Let me commit myself to being who I said I was going to be. Let me commit myself to doing what I said I was going to do. Let me commit myself to what I said I was going to meet. The standard I said I was going to meet. It's commitment. And then the, the, the last one is compromise. Communication, commitment, and then compromise. Because in order to meet and, and, and exceed someone's standard, you, yeah, you're going to have to give something up. You're going to have to give... As much as, as, as you try to line up with someone's standards or as much as you meet someone with standards who are similar uh, to yours, it's not going to be 100%. Of course, it's, 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 it's sophomoric <laughs> to think that uh, literally, like, it's some high school stuff to think that you're going to meet a perfect person, a person that fits you perfectly like a... Like like you're you know like a twin or something. No, there are gonna be points where y'all differ, but good relationships are able to to say, okay, I'm I'm gonna give you a little bit of leeway on this point, but I'm gonna stick with this. Like th this is a non-negotiable. Again, comes back to communication, knowing what a person's non-negotiables are, right? There's some people I was watching uh, uh, Love at First Sight. Love that show. Marriage at First Sight. I'm sorry. Marriage at First Sight. Love that show. Shout out to Marriage at First Sight. Brilliant show. Um, if you want to learn about uh, relationships, great show. Um, and one of the young ladies on season nine was a virgin, 27 years old. Salute to her. It's not an easy thing, right? Um, and and even in the, the marriage or whatever, she was trying to keep herself because she said, like, well, what if this doesn't work after the eight weeks? You know, where, where, where do we go from there? She was probably going to, you know, do it after the eight weeks or whatever. And she wanted to stay married, right? If that is a non-negotiable, now imagine her being in a like a normal dating or courting relationship. And if having sex is a non-negotiable for her, 
Ain't gonna be no compromise on that. Ain't gonna be no compromise on that. You gotta, and and it is unfair for her mate to ask her for, to compromise that. And it's unfair for her to enter into a relationship with a person whose non-negotiable is ha- is is not having sex, or you know, a person who has a, a a a large appetite for sex. It's unfair for her to to make that person compromise. Communication, communication. So really, I should have said uh, I should have switched, right? I should have said communication first then compromise and once you compromise on certain things and you guys are are now a little bit more in alignment a little bit more fitting a little bit more gelled a little bit more in tune with each other then you commit because you don't want to commit when their spaces still still uh not in in groove with each other you want to make sure that y'all are y'all are in groove with each other before y'all start you know talking commitment right so now let's move on to the last part. One's genuine desire to meet, satisfy, and oversatisfy the wants of another person or entity. No, no, no. What did I? What? What, what did I say wrong? I said what? I said I said the 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 desire. The want, the genuine desire to meet, satisfy, and oversatisfy someone's wants. No. Not someone's wants. Because, and that's another thing where we trip up on. If you focus on satisfying someone's wants, you will, they will grow old of you. They will grow tired of you. They will trade you in for another model. They'll trade you in for someone that could give them a better version of what they want. What do I mean by that? I forget who said, I think it was an Usher song. I believe it was where he's talking about there's always someone with a, with a big car. There's always someone with more money. There's always someone with a better body. There's always someone with a prettier smile. There's always someone with nicer eyes. There's always someone with uh, that comes from a, a you know. It, it, there's always someone that has those surface things that has more of those surface wants than you do. Always someone, right? But if you can get down to the need, again, back to communication. And a lot of times, that's where communication is, is important because sometimes, a lot of times, actually. People won't tell you what they need. But sometimes communication isn't just verbal. It's watching the person. It's not just listening to the person, but hearing the person deeply and saying, you know what? They 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 need, they need this. If you are, if someone is telling you about a relationship they had where they felt they always felt abandoned or if they keep on bringing up stories of abandonment they might not tell you but you have to hear that this person has abandonment issues and they are going to need someone that makes them feel wanted that makes them feel desired that makes them feel at home that makes them feel a part of that makes them feel like someone has their back forever you 
feel what I'm saying? It is the, the good communicator in terms of listening is able to read between the lines. Read between the lines and get get from the wants to the needs of a person. And sometimes people will tell you their needs straight up. And I'm not talking about the people that's like, baby, I got needs. <laughs> I got, I, I need you to do whatever crazy thing. Or I need the, these new red bottoms. It's not a, it's not a need, it's a want. Now, financial security might be a need. That is the 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 principle of it. That's the deeper underlying principle of it. But the red bottom is a surface. The car is a surface. You might require that might be a standard of yours, or or, or you might need someone that is a jokey person. That is a person. I would say a person that that brings good energy that is always a constant well of good energy some people need that some people what what i one some people just are like that themselves and need someone to compliment that but what i find a lot of times is some people don't have that natural jokiness to them that natural jovial like lighthearted, always joking aroundness to them some people are real serious and they they need someone who is jovial and who is jokey to balance that out. So when someone says, I want I want someone who always makes me laugh, what they might really be saying is they need someone to be that well of, of excitement in their lives. The need, not the want. To, to get out of that want stuff because wants are temporary, right? If you always try if you are always focused on trying to trying to give someone what they want, like I said, number one, they're gonna find someone with more than more of what they want. That's if you focus on only on what they want. You're not feeding into their need. You're not feeding into anything deeper. You just stay in surface, right? Want and need two different things. And you got to also, and I'm talking about, you know, I'm, I'm talking more outward, but you have to also make sure that someone is satisfying your needs as well, not just your wants. I talk about the difference between a seed and a diamond. Now, if you want the diamond, the diamond is going to be that diamond. It might be worth a lot. It might not be worth a lot depending on who you talk to. But that diamond won't ever won't ever reproduce a diamond. That diamond won't ever procreate. But if you think about a seed, right? And this is what I think about is love too. You think about a seed, if you put the work in and 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 till that seed, grow that seed, there's a forest in that seed. There's a tree lying in that seed and, and and there is there is harvest to be had you can, you could get a hundred seeds from a seed you could get a thousand seeds from a seed if you do it right if you put the work in and that's what love is if you if you put the work into love you could get so much more than 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 
what you initially put in or what was initially there right but a lot of times we go with the want we go with the diamond the diamond's flashy the diamond looks good the diamond makes us feel good on the surface right the makes us feel good goes up goes back to that feeling right makes us feel good the seed is so small might be so dusty and you know might not make uh, impress our friends and might not you know cause eyes to 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 gaze open might not cause jaws to drop but inside that seed has everything that you need the seed is the need go for the seed make sure someone is a seed in your life not just a diamond not just that not something that's just gonna sit there and look pretty not that's just gonna sit there and, and, and make you feel good without actually feeding into you. Mm. Make sure that when you get somebody or have a business, have a passion, go for a goal, uh, have a friendship that you guys are feeding into each other. And it's not just one person sitting up there looking pretty, collecting dust. You feel me? Your needs. The need, need is so important, so important because a lot of times we deny our needs for what we want and then we end up messed up down the line. Think about people who got bad credit. Think about people who, who have bad relationships. You deny what you, what you need and go for what you want. And because you denied what you need, in the long run, you were left without. You have all the stuff, all of the, 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 the surface stuff. And once you get tired of that surface stuff or that surface stuff break down or, or gets tired of you or it gets lost or leaves you or whatever, you were stuck with nothing. If you go, go for the thing that if you go for the needs, if you take care of your business, go for go for what? is going to feed back into you, then eventually you could go get what you want because that need is going to keep on feeding into you. But if you focus on what you want first, a lot of times you get left with nothing at all. So that's my definition of, of, of love. I, I think it's important to talk about, it's important to talk about it because and I wanted to start off, I wanted to talk about this pretty early in the series because a lot of what we do, a lot of the hurt that comes, a lot of the bitterness that comes, a lot of the joy that comes and the happiness that comes and the progress that comes and the failure that comes, a lot of the nuances of life are based on how we view love and how we engage with love and how we interact with love and how we use love and how we misuse love and how we abuse love. Love is very important. And in order to understand a lot of the principles that, that we're going to talk about in this finding good times thing, we have to understand that love is giving. Y'all are going to see that it, I, I, one of the phrases that I use the most is purpose is never personal. Love is giving. Love is giving. Love is giving. 
It's desiring to give. It's desiring to give. That's what love is. A lot of times we misinterpret love and we think it's just this fairy tale thing. But look at the fairy tales, right? Look at look at the Disney movies. Look at Prince Charming. Prince Charming is he has a desire to get to the princess and give her what she needs. Meet the standard of what she needs. She needs that kiss. Right? She needs to be saved. Now it's it's one-sided because Disney is Disney or the old school movies, you know, Disney is Disney and that's the the sappiness of it, but it's a two-way street. Right? If you want to think of it as like the chivalry thing, he needs the, the princess probably more than she needed him. He if he wants that royalty. Right? If you think about it in chivalric times of chivalry. That's the that's the thing. Love is, is at the base of a lot of the things we do or lack thereof. And it's important to realize that. I want to do one more thing before we go. And um, there are there are six types of different types of love. And this doesn't necessarily go into um, what we talked about, but it, it might come up later. And I, I want to say this real quick. So first you have Eros. Eros is the sexual side of love, the passionate side of love. Physical and spiritual. Sometimes it, it could be, well, actually, a lot of times it could be emotional and a lot of times it could be mental, right? But it's the sexual side of love. It is the the, the, the making of it. Then you have storge, a familial love, right? A familial love, like, like I know you. I know you, right? We were talking about that communication. I know you type of love. I have loyalty to you because I know you type of love, right? Fila is a friend type of bond. It's a, it's a bond of goodwill. So I love you because of the goodwill the the desire to do good towards you right so let's let's so let's backtrack real quick we have the eros i love you because of the passion that i have for you storge i love you because i know you fila is i i love you because of the good that i desire to give to you or the good that you desire to give to me Then we have uh, the the platonic love, right? Which isn't, and, and these are two kind of sub subdivisions. The next, the next, this one and the next one I say. But platonic is um, without physical attraction. So it's just, I love you because because we we homies, which is important. Guys, don't try to smash all your pretty friends. <laughs> I had to learn that. You can have you can have a sexy friend without trying to smash. That, that's important to learn. <laughs> platonic it's important to have uh to have love where sometimes it's not physical sometimes you especially guys sometimes we gotta learn that there is a such thing as love but it's just 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 that just cool nothing expected from it 
Sometimes you need, sometimes I would need if I love you. Sometimes I need to have a, a relationship with someone where there's no expectation except we're going to be cool. And I could come to you with my with my pain and my emotions. And I could and I have fidelity in you that you're not going to manipulate my my pain to to smash or manipulate what I tell you in order to, you know, maneuver yourself closer into my into my my loin parts. That's important. That's actually a really important one. Right? And then actually uh I, I'm gonna do just the five. Um because the other one I was gonna say was brotherly love, but brotherly love and um platonic love are kind of the same. Brotherly love kind of speaks to uh what I would say is like fraternal, like um like loyalty, loyalty-based love. Like the love of a gang or the love of an organization that loyalty so i I, i'll I'll, maybe i'll put that in right instead of saying brotherly love like personally love right not so much because i know you but because we are of the same type of thing like a loyalty type of love and that's important too that that goes back to commitment right that goes back to commitment because if, if if i'm committed to you whether it's a relationship or whether it's a fraternity or sorority, if I'm committed to you, then I gotta have a certain type of loyalty towards you. I ain't gonna go against you too, uh, or if I'm going against you, it has to follow certain guidelines. I'm not gonna put you out there like that. Brotherly love, personally love, loyalty love. And then the last one is my favorite type of love. It's called agape love. And I I wanna read the exact definition agape love is the love that is felt for that which we intuitively intuitively know as the divine truth the love that accepts let me let me say that let me run that back let me run that back because this is important agape love is the love felt for that which we intuitively know as divine truth it is the love that accepts forgives and believes for our greater good agape love is a love that is unconditional agape love means yeah i know you're gonna mess up you're not always gonna reach my standard but i'm committed to you yeah 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 i know you're gonna you're gonna fall off sometimes and you might do something stupid you might mess the money you remember in that song uh uh, what's that Kanye song? No, make no mistake, I still love you. It's one of my favorite songs, but that's just because I mess up a lot of relationships. <laughs> but it, 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 it's it's that unconditional love, that love that says, I got you. I believe you. I forgive you when you lie, and I accept that you might be a liar, but even through all those things, I still love you. Agape love is, is in my eye, how I say it as a God-fearing person, agape love is the love that God has for us. Because we all fall short. Agape love is that love that when you have that parent and you a knucklehead through, through your hormonal uh, era, your teen years, some of us, we still in a hormonal era, we dig on there 30 years old. <laughs> but 
the, the those years where, where all your chemicals is going crazy and your attitude is going up and down and, and you just wilding out for no reason and everybody looking at you like well half of half of them looking at you like oh yeah i remember that time and half of them looking at you like what is that person's problem right and because because come on don't nobody want to be around teenagers like don't nobody i don't know how people are high school teachers don't nobody want to be around no teenagers i look at degrassi now and i get sick because it's like yo i remember when i was a teenager i remember when i was that ate like like crazy like like clinically crazy Agape love is the parent that's like, yo, that this person is crazy, like legitimately crazy, but I still love them. Legitimately insane, but I still love them. Agape love is like the love that you have for your career or your passion that it's like, yo, I had the worst day of life career-wise, but I'm still going to go, go and do it tomorrow because I love it. I haven't had any like you know if you if you work on Wall Street and have a passion for it I haven't had any real hits in a year but I love the, the street so much that I I'm, I I love the game. Agape love is a boxer having his whole face demolished and having his memory uh, uh, compromised and having his body put through toil and having himself put through emotional and mental and spiritual toil and still getting in the ring because they love the game unconditionally. To unconditionally love. And that, when you get to the point, when you get to that point, that point where it says, I want to give you what you need regardless of of how you're being right now, regardless of what you're doing right now, regardless of where you're at, I still want to feed into you. I still want to want to feed into you. I still want to give to you. I still want to make sure that you're good. I still want to make sure that you got what you need. Yeah, you might stab me in the back, but I still want to make sure, I'm still going to call you and make sure that you're good. Yeah, you might not never answer my call, none, but I'm still going to make sure that your mama good. Yeah, you might you might say you you might talk bad to me to all your little friends, but I'm still I still got you because I know at the end of the day, through all of the 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 communication and through all of the the dating and through all of the courting and through all of the the commitments that we made and the compromise that we made, I know that regardless of what who you are right now, I know that ultimately you're you're a good person. I know that ultimately we could make it work. We could work this out. We could we could see this way through this thing through. It's gonna be good because we had the test before. We did the courting thing. We didn't just stay on the surface. We met each other's needs. We fed into each other. I see that you're a seed. I see the seed in you, regardless of whether the seed is tattered, regardless of whether it's it's in in some packaging that we gotta unpack, regardless of what what the seed the shape of the seed is. I see the seed in you. That's agape love. That's that God love. That's that God level love. To see something in us that we don't even see in ourselves because we be acting out. We don't see how much, how, how we don't see our potential. We don't see our power. We don't see what we can do. We don't see our purpose. But God still gonna love us because he see it in us. That's that love. I, I, I know you wilding out right now, young man, young woman. 
but I see the potential in you. That's like how the world, you know, look, 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 and I always make this uh, thing. Look at Snoop Dogg, right? When he was young and wilding out on trial, America most wanted. But I see the seed in you. Right now, you in a, a diamond level. You want to look good for the world. You want But I see the seed in you. That's what we had to do with a lot of our, our young black folk, urban youth who, you know, especially the rappers who talk about all this crazy stuff. I used to be like, you know what? They, they nonsense. I hate it. They're making the community look bad and they're influencing the community wrong. But within those tattered seeds is a tree and within that tree is a forest. Look at Jay, right? Look at Puff. Agape love is that unconditional love that you have that says, I know, I know that there is good in you. How many people, I hope you have somebody in your life that loves you like that. I hope you have somebody in your life. Listen, listen, I might not even know you, but I love you like that. The reason I even do that, the, the whole entire purpose and i said this in the in the early episode the whole entire purpose for finding good times is my love for you because i love to see you better i love to see you wiser i love to see you inspired i love to see you in love and see you in a healthy love i see the seed in you i see the forest in you from the seed yeah if no one else loves you like that, no, I love you like that. And the reason why I can love you like that, not, not because I'm so so great and so honorable and so uh, good, <laughs> pun intended, but because I get that love from God. Hopefully I'm not going too, too uh, religious for some people, but I got to say what I believe. I got to say what it is for me. Because I would be a liar if I didn't. All this would be false if I didn't. Because this is where I get my love from. And because I got my love from such a great source and I got such a great level of love, I could give that love out. I, I was blessed to have parents that, that, that loved me to a way, in a way where I could give that love out. Now, is, is, is love perfect? Do we always give perfect love? We're not God, of course not. We fall short too. I fall short all the time. That's why I'm single right now, right? <laughs> I, we, we give imperfect love but we just got to keep on giving. Everybody's learning. And this, this is another point about finding good times. Everybody is always finding. Everybody's always on a journey. Everybody is always going forward towards something. You, the only, even when you're dead, you keep on growing. Like, you know, your hair keep on, and your nails keep on growing, right? Think about that. You are always growing, even when you're dead. We are always growing. So we are always, when we're living, we're always learning something new. We're always picking up something. We're always finding something. We're always shifting it, and our minds are always expanding. And when, you, when your mind stops expanding, you die. So we all have to make room for each other to learn good ways to love. But we have to try. We have to realize that it's work. You have to communicate. Communication is work. 
You know how hard it is for, to, to communicate effectively? You could be the best communicator. You could be the bell of the ball. You could have all the charisma in the world. You could light up a room, but it still takes work to effectively communicate because everyone is not the same. Everyone doesn't communicate the same way. Everyone doesn't think the same way. Everyone doesn't believe the same way. Everyone doesn't act the same way. So when you're communicating, you always have to change the frequency at which you're listening. You always have to change the level at which you're listening. And some people, they change how they communicate by the day. Some people, they change how they communicate by the hour. Some people crazy and, and they communicate, they change their communication every 10 minutes. They flip this way, they flip that way. They, one way they, one time they, they happy, the next minute they, they can't figure out if they happy or not. The next minute they want you, the next minute they hate you. They next, and and, and they, they're trying to tell you something, but it's how they communicate. You ever see a couple that is always fighting, but they that's their love language almost because that's how they communicate with, with each other. They communicate with each other by by and, and this was on on uh, the show, uh, Married at First Sight. You communicate with each other with each other through fighting because you want them to to, to come back. You communicate with each other through like the roughness because you want them to to desire the softness at the end of the fight, right? So communication is important. You got to commit to that work of communication. Compromise is work. You, uh, what do they call the, the litigators? That is a whole entire career. That's how you know that compromise is pretty darn hard. Compromise is pretty hard because they have a whole career for it. Nobody wants to give up what they feel comfortable in, what they've built a comfort towards. If you are a bachelor and you are comfortable with your laundry piling up for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then you come into a relationship and she do laundry every three days, it's going and, and requires <laughs> that's her standard. You're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable at first, but compromise. We might not be doing it every two days, but we could do it every week or every week and a half. We definitely not going to do it every month. Or so, you know what I'm saying? We got to compromise. And commitment is work. Is work. You know how many times, think about uh, uh, athletes, or think about um, what whoever is, is just these people that are constantly working when they get something. You got to constantly work in, in these competitive things where you constantly got to work. You know how many times people want to quit, give up, say, you know what? Nah, I, I forget it. That's not what makes someone great. That's not what makes someone great. And the reason they decide to keep on doing it is because they love what they do. They love what they do. They are willing and have a desire to meet the standard, to satisfy and over-satisfy the standard of what it takes to, 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 to what, what that calls for. Cause they love it guys i hope y'all find some good love i hope this this conversation or this this talk touched y'all i want to hear y'all feedback on it i want to hear get get i don't know get at me in a dm or or email me or reach out in whatever way you can 
because we're going to have a, a follow-up on this, and I want to incorporate some of y'all thoughts about it. But until next time, I hope y'all find some good love, find some good times. Look, find good, do good, see good, but most importantly, be good. I love y'all very much. Peace. Good people, don't forget to follow Finding Good Times at Finding Good Times on all platforms, at Finding Good Times on all available platforms, and of course, FindingGoodTimes.com. Keep following, keep sharing, keep reposting, most importantly, keep being good. Love y'all.